In a world filled with incredibly remarkable human beings, it's my mission to shine light on some of the stories and lessons that we accrue during our time here. My goal is to fill you with the same hope and inspiration I found in some of my friends along the way. What I've also found is sometimes inspiration doesn't always slap you in the face. Sometimes an immense bond or a chance situation will reveal the greatest of all inspirations. However you receive your message, hearing another's perspective on life's challenges and triumphs will help you to put some of your own anguish and concerns at ease. We will learn together that there is far more that unites us than the objects that tear us apart. We are going to simplify our lives as we grow together on this mission of finding more hope in our everyday life. So, sit back and relax. I want you to enjoy the ride. Hello everyone. Today I wanted to bring on the ray of sunshine, Dr. Sarah Cahill, to shed light on everything from back cracks to vision boards. I can speak firsthand to her always smiling, her vivacious personality, her quick wit, and her passion for the craft which she's developed. Without any further wait, world, meet Dr. Sarah. Hello! How are you today? I'm good, you know, just came straight from the office, ready to roll. I feel a little nervous. I've never done anything like this before, so it's exciting. yeah, it'll be fun. I'm excited to have you on. Yeah, thanks. So the reasons why I had you on, your bubbling personality, <laughs> every time, I can attest to this because I come into your office quite frequently. <laughs> I would like for it not to be as much, but... I messed my back up at 30 years old doing things like shaving and putting the kids <laughs> in the car, lifting a weight awkwardly at the gym. So yes. I see you quite often. Yes. I really appreciate your attitude. Um, since getting to meet you over the, the year, year and a half that I've been seeing you as my chiropractor, uh, I've learned so much about you and I appreciate the type of person you are. Mm -hmm. So what I want to start with is your early life. Yeah. You grew up an Iowa kid. Yeah, Talk I grew up that. in Newton, Iowa. So that is like uh, within 45 minutes uh, just off I-80 past Des Moines, um, a pretty small town. Okay. Um, what Newton's mainly known for is Maytag, uh, the washer oh. and dryer company. And when I was growing up, they were big time. They were a big company there almost. It seemed that everybody there worked at Maytag yeah. in some form or another. My dad was an accountant there. Um, when I was around eighth grade, that company closed and moved out of the town. So okay. it was interesting to see kind of before and after, but overall a really nice community. Um, I feel super grateful for the people that were around me. I, I feel like most of my life when I look back on things, I just remember like the people who were there for me and the connections that I've made. And I just feel nothing but grateful for the people that were placed in my life. And I feel like Newton was an amazing place to grow up and kind of raise me just all of my friends and like my friends, friends and parents and things that were there. It was just a really tight knit group. And so I feel very fortunate to have grown up in a place like that. Good foundation. Yes. Yeah. I think it just kind of taught me early on that who you're surrounded by, like makes a big difference. Um, I know that my brothers didn't always have the best influences <laughs> of friends. I was much quieter than they are. They got into a lot more trouble and 
I two brothers. Yes, two yeah. older brothers. So usually I spend my time running and hiding from them. <laughs> yeah. uh, yes. Beatdowns, right? Else. Absolutely. So they taught me to be tough, but my Heck friends yeah. taught me to like be loving and caring and things. <laughs> so yeah, it was it was a good time. We had a good childhood for sure. It was a nice little town. Heck yeah, Newton. I, I had a previous guest. His name was Greg. He's from Pennsylvania. Yeah. There was a steel industry in his hometown. Mm. 80s it shut down and that just the ripples from that effect so that's crazy yes yeah Maytag thing definitely made a difference a lot of people moved away luckily not a lot of people from my tight circle but it is crazy to see how different a town changes just with something like that especially a small community for sure yeah so you did that, then you mm-hmm. came to UNI. What what yeah. spurred you to choose the University of Northern Iowa? So I really, uh, in all honesty, I followed my high school boyfriend here. Okay. <laughs> that was like what <laughs> I, I yeah, that was kind of my Heck thought. Yeah. I assumed I'd go to either Iowa State or Iowa. Both my parents went to Iowa State or uh, Iowa State or UNI because okay. Iowa wasn't really a choice. Yeah. Both my parents are diehard Iowa State fans. Okay. So it's that nice was that yeah, that. a pretty uh, <laughs> easy choice. I was like, oh yeah. well, my boyfriend's going here. So he was a year older than me, so I ended up being at UNI. Um, yeah, that's kind of, kind what of did you the study? best. I my major was biology. Okay. Um, yeah, I could have. By the time I was going to you and I, I kind of knew that I wanted to check out the chiropractic track, um, but I wasn't totally sold on it. So I knew that I could decide last minute to do other things with a biology degree yeah. or something. I don't know. I kind of liked like healthcare, but I didn't really want to be a doctor. It's something more like an orthodontist or dermatologist or some kind of like offshoot of that kind. So I knew biology would get me wherever I ended up yeah. deciding. So And you had experience as a child and uh, um a hard-hitting experience. Yes. Talk about that with yeah. a chiropractor. So really kind of a chance um, happening. My mom got a new job that had insurance that covered chiropractic. So we started going just because, hey, it's free. Your insurance yeah. covers it. So um, we went. I was probably, it was the summertime, and I was probably between like fifth or sixth grade. And we went over that summer just kind of off and on. Um, but my brothers and I all get really bad, like seasonal allergies. Okay. Theirs are more like in the springtime, and mine's always like late summer um, early fall. So right around school pictures. So I always was the kid with like droopy, like (laughs) allergy medicine eyes from that. Um, but that summer after I got, we had gotten adjustments all summer, I didn't have any seasonal allergies and I really still don't deal with seasonal allergies. That was the only thing that changed. I mean, I, we were basically wellness patients. Like we didn't really have anything in particular we were going for. Um, so I didn't, and of course fifth, sixth grade. I didn't really know what to expect either. But what also stuck with me was that our chiropractor was so cool. We could call him Dr. Chad. Like he was just a cool guy. Like he was funny. Like just the whole experience in that office was totally different from any other healthcare settings. It was laid back. It was fun. Like, so we just really loved it. And my brothers and I all felt that way about it. Uh, But obviously not having allergies was a huge home run. I mean, it just, you feel like crap for a month out of the year. And just like, I hated taking those meds and things, but yeah, I didn't have any allergies. So that always kind of stuck with me but sadly soon after that he ended up moving to Des Moines so we didn't see him anymore um but that always just kind of stuck in the back of my mind that that was a really cool experience and it was just a fun environment to be in so yeah. we really enjoyed it there yeah it's nice that you got to see that planted that early seed. right yes absolutely we can say that now yes yeah. well and it really is kind of funny I didn't really ever I don't know I like to say that chiropractic chose me just yeah. because 
I was in high school and started getting asked, like, what are you going to go to college for? Like, what are you going to do? And I really didn't know. But yeah. I just know there was at one point that my mouth opened and I just said, chiropractor. And I don't really know what made me say that. I was like, yeah, whatever. It's yeah. early. Like, I can roll with that for now. But I just kind of kept saying it. And then I remember doing, like, a high school project on how much it was going to cost and how I would have to, like, budget for that, like, yeah. I, for some math class. So I really kind of, like planted the seed myself, yeah. I guess. But yeah, I don't know what made me choose it. So I feel like some influence just kind of Stuck. put that there. And the more that I looked into it, the more I really, really liked it. So yeah, I ended up going to UNI for biology. Because at that point, I was like, I'm pretty sure this sounds like a good idea. But I still had a little bit of an escape route to yeah. other things if I felt if like it didn't end up like panning out. Get right? out the back door, Yes, exactly. Yeah. yeah. It's hard when you're that young to solidify the rest of your career on yeah. something. I I don't really know. I feel like I feel very fortunate that I never really struggled a whole lot with that. I yeah. just felt like the right things fell into my lap at the right times and I took the right actions to like develop them. Um, and that's kind of something that still drives me today. Like something if, if it feels good and it's happening easily for me as I'm trying to make progress toward it, I feel like that means I'm on the right path. Chase like it. I've been kind of on things where it's really like forceful. Like I'm trying too hard to reach for something that really isn't there. And then I just have to kind of take inventory and be like, all right, maybe this isn't for me. So I feel like that's something that's kind of guided really like all of my decisions. Yeah. And like in this in my work that has not been an obstacle. Like, again, I was just yeah. found the right people kind of at the right time. I mean, I was um, at when I was a freshman at UNI, I worked at the floral shop at Hy-Vee yeah. um, and I yeah. went home for my first summer. So they hired somebody else over the summer while I was gone who was going to continue working um, throughout the rest of the school year. So my job was essentially kind of given away. Yeah. Yes. And at first I was like, shoot, I am going to be screwed. Yeah. Like I got to find this new job. I don't know what to do. Um, but then I just kind of thought, I was like, well, I guess this would be an opportunity to try and get involved with an office, even if I literally was had in my mind that I would clean bathrooms just yeah. to be involved in an office. Whatever so like just, yeah, just something to see what it was like. You know, I just felt like that was something that I needed to do to kind of really make that decision. So I was in an apartment um, and they gave you phone books back then when you moved in, like hardly ever back use then, a phone book for anything, but whipped <laughs> open the, yeah, the yellow pages and called nearly every chiropractor in the Cedar Falls area. And I came across Wason Family Chiropractic. So obviously it's a W is towards the end, the end of the, the list. And everyone that I would called before that was like, yeah, no, we don't really have anything for you. Sorry. Yeah. Um, but this office said that they actually had a front desk position for part-time work that was paid. You also could get credit through school for it. And I was like, holy cow, like this is a home run. Win, so win, win. yes, absolutely. Absolutely. So I remember going in for my interview for that and what I was really nervous. Was yeah. this around? Like schooling wise? Yeah, what year? I would have been oh my goodness. Well that sophomore or something? I yes, it would have been okay. towards the end of my sophomore year. Um and it was it was in the spring that I was hired there. So I you're, went in for the interview and yeah, I was so nervous. <laughs> you're very fortunate yes. to, to have that sort of mindset that well, this applies to something that I want to do. I better try it now right. before you're too committed. Right. Well, I will honestly say that I, my parents were so great about instilling a really good work ethic in my brothers and I just kind of like basically just like you, nothing's handed to you. Like yeah. you have to make your own opportunities. You have to figure it out. And yeah. I um my dad is an accountant and actually both my parents are actually accountants. Yeah. So it's kind of funny to see this. My mom loves it, sees it as a puzzle, like something that she gets to figure out, like really, really loves it. Yeah. My dad, like 
is bored to tears by it, honestly. Like he, I think would thrive in a totally different, more creative type job. And my parents never really pushed us like towards doing anything. They really kind of let us explore. But having seen that, seeing that like my dad in a position where he was fine at his job, but not really, really fulfilled. So I just feel like that was something that I saw. And I was like, I would love to feel the way my mom feels about her job where she's excited about it and likes it. Obviously it comes with stress and things, but just wanting to find something that I really liked. So I just really felt the need to kind of check that out. And it also kind of at some level just felt like the, what I quote should do to kind of check it out. So I can't say that it was totally like a pure motivation. Just like, it would look good for me to try and do this too. If I was trying to get into a school and things, but all those things are true. I tell those to some of the young, young people that I speak with on a regular basis. It's like, if you want to do something, you got to at least try in that field. You can't be doing something completely irrelevant. I get it. Serving my expertise was serving. I did that prior to being a stay at home dad and this and the military. I get it. Quick money. It's mm. awesome. Yeah. <laughs> it's good for networking and blah, 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 blah. But if you want to be a doctor, you might want to take a gig at the hospital and for check sure. it out. Yeah. See if that's what you want to do. Right. Well, there are countless people at chiropractic school who said that originally they thought they would do something like physical therapy, but then they ended up shadowing a physical therapist and did not yeah. like it. So I can't imagine like getting to that point and like being in that yeah Yeah. just being like actually I don't like this so yeah yeah, I was glad that I felt the nudge to kind of check it out I think everybody should yes right exactly (laughs) yeah so I think that's awesome that's a huge story in itself right well and then it just I mean the plot just thickens from there I feel like I just yeah I worked there for gosh so you go in for this interview yeah so you said you were nervous as hell I was so nervous oh my goodness uh I because I really wanted it like I mean I'd worked other jobs but you said you'd clean the toilets yeah exactly I was real I was willing to do anything like just let me in uh so I uh went in for the interview and it was uh Jen Wason so she's Dr. Blake is who started the practice it's his wife who was doing the interview and she was kind of giving me a tour of the office and kind of explaining the type of chiropractic that they do there and how it's a little bit different and they use like this little meter and the patients or the female patients wear gowns so they can use this meter on the spine that you take x-rays and just kind of was really like hammering in that this is a little bit different kind of technique so if it was different from what I'd seen before you know that's why and I was like this is exactly like my chiropractor like he used the gowns like I wore a gown every time he ran the scope every time I had x-rays done and we found out like I just I had never no idea that there were multiple ways to do chiropractic and it's not really the most common way especially I mean there aren't very many offices that strictly do that technique so and that technique is it's called Gonstead and before Um, I had before I see saw you I'd never been to a chiropractor so I didn't know anything other until yes. this interview. Right, exactly. So, yes. I'm in your same right. Place. Well, and I felt this, yeah, the yeah. exact same way. I was like, oh, that's like, if I would have gone into a different office and had it explained to me there, I would have been really confused. Yeah. So it was just kind of like the stars aligned. Like, I was Heck like, this yeah. is perfect. Um, so I started working there, got to see tons and tons of cases come through. I mean, seeing babies adjusted, like pregnant moms, like people with vertigo, digestive issues, all these things that I just didn't even realize that chiropractic could help with and yeah. kind of just getting to talk with the people, but then being part of an office that's like vibrant and fun the way that I really remembered and enjoyed going to the office when I was younger. So um, I also got to learn a lot about insurance, which I knew nothing about, which that I have at least an awareness of a lot of that stuff that I just never would have even thought about before. Um, So learning a ton of new things, just being up there 
And now I feel like I have an understanding of what the girls up front do and have like what they have to deal with because I was in their shoes at one point. They definitely know way more about it than me now, especially at this point. It's been a long time, but just like having an understanding has been, yeah. And I can put people in the schedule, like Blake and Thad don't even know how to do that. It's like, there's little things like that that I'll take And those girls, I love that. They're like, yeah, Dr. Sarah hooked Right. Yes, exactly. So just fun little details like that. But um yeah and, that office environment was amazing loved it and you can relate so much better with your patients as well yeah you know you've seen you've been from the very bottom of that place Absolutely. all the way to the top now. yeah and it is kind of fun now too uh because i'm practicing at the same practice that yes, i started at, at so Wayson. yeah uh and so there are patients there that remember my last day at yes. the front desk and i was a sobbing mess like so sad. i I was so sad to leave. I remember like readings. I think it's like the author of Winnie the Pooh, like had a quote, like how wonderful it is to have something that makes saying goodbye so hard. And I was like, I wrote that in my card to Blake and Jen when I was leaving. Like I was not all right. I was so sad to leave because they just not only were fantastic people to work with and great examples in a chiropractic sense. There's such good people that like, I knew that they were going to be important people to me forever. forever. So it was really hard to just, kind of say goodbye but I remember that last day Blake telling me he's like you never know Sarah like this may not be the last time that we work together and I didn't really think anything of it at the time but right yeah okay Blake have a great great day thanks for making me feel for sure yeah like all right whatever but yeah so I mean really kind of long story short they built a new office that had room for three chiropractors because by the time I left they had added Dr. Thad the second chiropractor who's still there and then they were building a new building that it was going to be they were going to make three adjusting rooms so big enough for three doctors and so I was probably like nine months into chiropractic school my so where'd first you year. go to chiropractor so I went to Life University in Marietta Which? Georgia um and I at that point one reason why I kind of scoffed at Blake saying we would work together again is that in my mind I was never coming back to Iowa yeah, like I, I was gonna feelings, leave and I was like see ya yeah, so yeah. I was excited about going down to south I was like this is gonna be great yeah. winters are gonna be warm it's gonna be so fun like yeah which it was all of those things but it also wasn't home just wasn't. Mm-hmm. Um, so as much as I loved going to school down there and it being temporary, being gone really made me realize how many little things I miss, like birthdays with my family or like my friends that would be able to come back home. Like that was kind of our gathering place. So just missing out on a lot of those things that I really wanted to be there for. Um, and then Blake called me one day and said, you know, like we're building this new office. Like it's going to be done. That was at what point when you were? I was in like about nine months into school. Okay. And uh, he said, you know, if that position, like, we would like to offer it to you first if you want it. And Dang. he's like, I don't know how long you want to stay, yeah. like, what that looks like. But, yeah, if you would have us, like, we would love to have you back. And so What was going I said, through your mind right at that second? Well, I was like, I definitely would love that because at that point in school, it was starting to hit me. Like, oh, my gosh, after I this, I'm going to have to have a job. Like, I'm going to have to be an adult and, like, get my stuff together. So uh, I was like, first of all, yes, would love that. Second of all, it'll be temporary. It'll be a couple years at most, and then I'm going to go out and do my own thing from there but getting some experience and being back with you guys sounds great so that was kind of my game plan yes so you graduated yes yeah I graduated a little early so I could do my internship here so it was kind of like my training phase which was perfect because I could hit the ground running like the day I was licensed I knew how everything worked I saw my first new patient that day like I actually already had some patients from my internship because you can adjust people and things so yeah hit the ground running and yeah I just yeah am 
blown away by like how the things just kind of line up, but it was perfect. What are some of the things that you feel like you learned in Georgia other than, you know, you know that this is home now? Yeah. What were the other things? Um, I, I really, this is, I feel like had a lot to do with like the schooling and the mindset that comes with school. I'm sure I would have had similar kind of insights, even if I'd gone to school somewhere else. Um, But just really learning about the entire chiropractic philosophy, which really is just about the body is a self-healing, self-maintaining entity. It just really needs like no interference to do what it needs to do. So whether that's like a physical barrier, some kind of chemical barrier or an emotional barrier, like those are the kind of things that make us function at less. And so if you can get rid of those, your health and your expression is just going to be skyrocketed. So in a chiropractic sense, like we talk about the spine, if there's a misalignment that's pinching on those nerves, those nerves are what let the brain talk to every part of the body. So that communication is not happening. Your body is not working as easily as it should. So that's what we look for to kind of correct that in a physical sense to kind of take stress off the body. The foods you eat and the products that you use are also going to stress your body to a certain extent. Like any, I mean, a lot of people are kind of coming to realize that different chemicals and beauty products and foods and things are hormone disruptors. So obviously if you're using those, they're going to affect your health. And then also emotional things, just like the stresses you have going on in your life, old kind of past demons that are like programs that are letting you kind of run the way that you think and the way that you act, all of those things kind of matter. So just seeing a lot of that play out in my own health and like changing a lot of those things and seeing how much of a drastic change it makes, it just really, it like a lot of, absolutely. Yeah. I had a, about a few months, actually it was probably a few weeks into school. I broke out in hives all over my chest. Um, and those hives lasted for nine months. Oh. Couldn't figure out what was going on. I had gone to a couple I went to a dermatologist twice and they just gave me steroids and were like, you know, we never really find out what happens with hives. We never really know what causes it. And that really bothered me. I was like, well, how am I supposed to know how to fix it when, you know, I get it if it's just something temporary. This has been months, like something's going on. Yeah, that's a long time. And I didn't like those answers. So I think a lot of it boiled down to stress, um, just being far away from home. Didn't realize how much that really kind of affected me. Um, I did not eat the cleanest diet. I was a big fan of like low fat, non-fat, like highly processed diet foods that are marketed as healthy and they're truly not at all. Yes, absolutely. So I just switched to a more whole foods diet. Diet. I changed up a lot of my beauty products. I mean, I have curly hair, so it takes a lot to get yeah. this mess under control. <laughs> yeah. So you got to figure that kind of stuff out. But there are really great natural options out there. Um, but yeah, I finally ended up like seeing one of my professors and talking to him about it because he was a nutrition professor. I yeah. was mainly asking for like nutrition advice. I ended up like bawling in his office for an hour, <laughs> had a huge emotional release. And then that day, those hives were gone. So it's just Maybe like it. crazy. Yeah. 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 So I think that a lot of that stuff is really kind of underrated that all of those things play into your health. And that was probably the biggest take home from chiropractic school is like seeing all of that. And I think being far away from home, I was forced to like find my own answers to those questions rather than like mom help. Like she wasn't there. Like I had to do it myself. So I just kind of like figuring a lot of that kind of stuff out. I don't think would have happened if I would have been closer to home. Right. So you might have been able to rely more on that cr- on a crutch. Yes, and absolutely. Not forced yourself into change. Right. Yeah. Which I look back now and I made continue to make a lot of changes and things that I yeah I can't believe how unhealthy I was living and thought that I was doing a lot of things right. Yeah. Is what's kind of crazy. Yeah. When yeah. you get to that point later on, it feels like that, but. 
you just got that education behind it, you know, mm-hmm. it's been time and yeah. experience. And we subscribe to that same thing uh, with soaps and mm-hmm. hair wash and all yeah. that stuff. Yeah, yeah you just get into the science of it yeah absolutely do your research people yes i love the think dirty app and the environmental working group app are two ones that you just like can have a barcode scanner and it will tell you if there's like harmful chemicals what those chemicals will do and then also give you better options so an easy way better options yep yeah what were they the think dirty is one of them and then also the environmental working group has an app and both those do like cleaning supplies and stuff like that too yeah if you're worried about that sort of thing yep uh all those things, some of those things, you know, Windexes and all that have some crazy. Yes, absolutely. Yeah, they don't. There's a lot of other options out there. Yeah. So Life University kind of propelled you into this holistic mind frame. For sure. Right? Yeah. yeah. Which is basically like that is the center of my whole life now. Yeah. So yeah. big change. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I love that kind of stuff. Me too. We've kind of shared that in the past. But, yes, absolutely. Um, so you graduate there. Mm-hmm. What year did you graduate? That from was from you and I. I graduated in 2014, and then from chiropractic school, it was 2017. Okay, and that Life University is um, best known for its doctorate of chi- chiropractic degree mm-hmm. program. Yeah, and it's the single largest campus college in the world mm-hmm. for chiropractic. Yeah, yeah. So that what were the people you were surrounded with. It was probably a melting pot, Oh, right? yes. Everybody. Yeah. From everywhere. Yeah. We, one of my best girlfriends was from Spain. She Heck just, yeah. yeah. And cool. there were a lot of people from Puerto Rico, which was so funny to me because if it was 70 degrees in Atlanta, they're walking <laughs> around in like their big puffy Hardest, jackets. Yeah. yeah. And I'm from Iowa. I'm like, you guys are insane right now. So yeah, there are people from all over the world. I, they, at every graduation, they have flags from every cool. country that people are graduating from. Cool. And there's always 10 to 12 tons tons and i feel like being from iowa like people are like oh palmer palmer which palmer's a great school but life is bigger it's and i was yeah again mainly just looking to get out of iowa um and i did that but it was yeah i met people there that i would never have the opportunity to meet what i will say is a little bit sad is that after you all leave chiropractic school everybody's so spread out it's hard like i feel like i have friends from chiropractic school that i keep in touch with on social media and things and there's a pretty good chance that i'll never see them in like person again which is crazy right that's true you're right all right so take that lesson so (laughs) dr sarah right yeah yes so yeah you're right i mean i mean i certainly won't see them at natural grocers or anything but we can make it happen (laughs) Heck yeah, you might have to take an airplane jump. Yes, I'll do it. Let's go. (laughs) So you graduate there and then this attractive gig right back at home. Yeah. So you started that. What'd that feel like to have all those pieces put together? Now you um, shared with me some of the things that you did to get to this goal, the vision board. Yes. Talk about what a vision board is, how you utilized it. Yeah. So we did, it was actually a group of friends at chiropractic schools, a bunch of women that got together that we just kind of wanted to like better ourselves essentially. Um, And we had a project. We were like, let's do vision boards. Like let's put them together. So explain that concept. What we did was we got like cork boards essentially And what you put on the board are things that you want to manifest in your life, things that you want to create, have for your future. And the pictures or the symbols or whatever it is doesn't really matter as long as what you connect with 
like emotionally when you see it is what you're trying to bring in. Most people take pictures of things that they want, but that isn't really the point. It's about like putting a collection of things that you want to work towards or want to bring to you and something for you to look at every day and just to have those feelings just to kind of manifest that in your life. So um, I had a lot of things on there. One thing I actually had on there was a mini golden doodle and I have a mini golden doodle now too. So And the mini golden doodle's name is? His name is Gary. He's my sweet little muffin. Yes. Uh, Gary is is basically (laughs) your uh, child. He really is. He's a spoiled little, yeah, but I which love is him, okay. So. He's a good dog. <laughs> yes. Other than chasing rabbits. So. Yes. He's a big snuggly guy, which okay. is exactly what I wanted with yeah. a dog named Gary. So okay. uh, the best thing that I put on that vision board was, um, well, I should say, so I really wanted in my practice to personally see a lot of pregnant women and a lot of kids. That was I your just, mission? That was kind of, yeah, those are the people that I really enjoy working with. Like, working with kids is awesome. You get a kid, kid off medications, which is great. Like, those medications always have side effects. Yeah. And it always comes with the question of how long they have to be on these. So I think having an option that you don't have to worry about that at all and just kind of turn on the body's natural mechanisms on their own, amazing. So I knew I wanted to see a lot of kids, a lot of babies, a lot of women, just because I'm a woman and I love to chat yeah. and, you know, just kind of fits in there. So yeah. I was like, thinking of things that would make my adjusting room appeal to kids something that would make it fun um and i was on pinterest one day and i saw this picture of a giraffe looking adjusting table where the little boy was laying on it yes yes had like brown cushions on it super cute it even had like a little rug that was green so it looked like it had grass i was like oh my gosh that's it i'm gonna have something like that yes and in my mind i was like how am i gonna convince my dad and my brothers to build this for me (laughs) i have to work on that so printed that picture out. It was one of the things on that vision board. Um, and I honestly, I don't know what the timeline was, but I get a text from my brother's chiropractor in yeah. Des Moines. And he's like, hey, I know this lady who's practicing in town here. She's going to go a different direction with her pediatric practice. She's got this table that she doesn't want anymore. Like I thought of you and thought maybe you would want it. He's like, I'll shoot you a picture. So I open this picture yeah, and it's a giraffe table. Yeah, it's literally... Yeah. Honestly, a blueprint yeah. of the picture that was on my vision board. I've seen board. it. Yeah, it was. Yes. It was pretty it's freaking close. Crazy. Never right. Seen each other. And for it to be in Des Moines, I was like, oh my yeah. gosh, like I am definitely interested. Um, and then this just kind of goes to show what kind of guy Blake is, too, because I was in Georgia at the time. The table's in Des Moines, but he drives down there to go get it for me. I'm pretty sure he even bought it for me and said it was kind of like my Dang, graduation yeah. gift. So that's cool. Uh, yeah. So we got that table. And so that was there when I started in practice and was able to see people but that was kind of the one like that's kind of the whole idea is that you kind of attach to the feeling of wanting that and you just kind of let go and that however that shows up in your life is how it's going to come and it'll show up in an unexpected way so I had not said anything to Dr. Kyle about that he texted me you know those kinds of things so I was like holy cow this stuff actually works yeah yeah so that was super cool and I have done a vision board since I don't update it probably as often as I should. I did do one at the beginning of this year just because this year I just like made a lot of changes at the end of last year. Really wanted to focus on me this coming year and just things that goals that I'd set for myself. Um, and one of the things I put on there was learning to snowboard. And I've done Heck that this yeah. year. Yeah, it has yes. been a wild ride. Yes. I have a really good friend who's been very patient with me and has gone a few many times. But yeah, he's made me not. He doesn't let me just 
like wimp out because I'm scared, which <laughs> is yeah. half the battle yeah. with snowboarding no, for sure. Yes. So he's you got to go awesome. down the mountain yes. to snowboard. He's you like, know? how about you pick up some speed? Like, <laughs> yeah. I'm like okay, <laughs> yes. So but just snowboarding, not skiing. I, I, so we, I ended up skiing one day because where we went didn't have any snowboard rentals. Okay. But because of that, I was like, you know what? I want to snowboard. So I bought a snowboard and I bought boots and, and I bought all the cool stuff and I'll have it forever. Yeah. And so, yeah, I feel like that's just kind of. Once I decide something, like, this is what we're doing now. Like, we're going to go all in. So that worked out nice, but it's been super fun. But, yeah, I mean, just having a visual thing like that, like, this is what I told myself I was going to do. I'm going to stick to it. And that works really well for me. Yeah, that's a lot of drive. Yeah. That's awesome. That's one of the things that I admire about you. And I I know the draft. Mm -hmm. My kids love it. Yeah. So a testament to you knowing what you're doing because it worked out how you intended. Yeah. Well, and I will say with that kind of stuff too, I mean, when I was first putting it together, I'm like, oh, this is fun. I'm kind of like daydreaming, whatever. But when it actually shows up, you're like, holy shit. Like, this this is like... All right. So then it kind of gets momentum. Like, let's see what else I can do, yeah. you know? And so it it definitely spirals from there, yeah. but it's fun. If you never have that courage to dream, you're not going to get as far as you ever could. Right. You know? Yeah. I, yeah, like I said, this year has been kind of just my time to focus on me. You know, like I recently ended a relationship in October um, which was the best move for both of us. But now I just feel like I'm in a space where I can totally focus on myself. Like I have a lot of friends at this point. I'm 29. Uh, a lot of my friends are getting engaged, yeah. married, and I am at like the beginning of that race yeah. again. So you have kind of the choice to feel sad. Like, gosh, why is this not working out for me? Like, why do these things kind of fall through? Or it's like, okay, now I get to do what I want to do. Like, right. what do I want to focus on myself and just kind of I don't know. I just trust that that right stuff is going to show up because I've had the experience that that stuff has shown up when it's right. So if it's not showing up, it's like, I'm going to do something else for a while then and just see what happens, you know? Um, So that's kind of what spurred that. But I have a quote that's one of my favorites. I have it in my drawer. It says, uh, how long will you put off what you're capable of doing just to continue what you're comfortable doing? And that's something that I'm like, all right, we're not just going to not do something because we're scared. Like you're yeah. made for big things, but you got to make big moves to do it. So you have to make big moves. Definitely. That's a huge takeaway. You're not going to be the Joe Rogan of podcasting mm. unless you start. Yes, you know? absolutely. You're not going to be the change to holistic lifestyle if you don't go to chiropractor school. Right. Start, you know? Yeah. I something that kind of goes along with that isn't like kind of just being like a person for myself this year is that I'm trying to not be afraid to try new things and specifically not being afraid to be bad at things which is where snowboarding also comes through like I am kind of a perfectionist (laughs) and a little bit of a control freak type A I like to be good at things I don't like to fall and I don't like to look silly and like feel stupid and it's like you have to but you're absolutely right you have to start somewhere it's like you can't first of all be good at everything even though I have some friends who seem like they are they're not though (laughs) yes but you have to start somewhere and honestly it's just really fun to do new things like once you kind of get past your ego it's like whatever i just want to do this don't care about maybe looking like a dork exactly don't care about a bruised tailbone right you got plenty of people who can fix it i would say i'm very fortunate i have two people (laughs) on basically on demand that can help me out with that you might as well (laughs) rock it down sundown oh my gosh yeah heck yeah so you're that's your 2021 goal yeah new things right 
make some change for yourself, right. see where it goes. Yeah. I feel like there have been times in my life where I've played it small and I won't say that I have like major regrets about that, but I just wonder what like could have developed if I would have really gone for it yeah. and just tried you don't something want to be totally an old new. person thinking about what you could have done. Absolutely. Just trying to live in this moment. Right. Yeah. Being present is huge. Not thinking about what I need to do tomorrow or like what happened yesterday. Like and learning something new and like focusing on that is totally like that because you don't even have memories about it. Just like I have to focus on what I'm doing right now and right. figure it out. Yeah. Figure it out. Figure it out. That's a testament to yeah. the type of person you are. <laughs> yeah. The awesome foundation. Um, one thing uh, I do want to talk about <laughs> before we take you to the firing range oh boy is your fusion dance is that gonna come back for t- are you gonna be a hip-hop dancer oh my gosh yeah i thought that was so freaking cool dr sarah i don't remember if i saw you i'm starting fusion dance or something on facebook yeah. back a year or two ago yeah but after you did that i started karate shortly after that. and i was like well dang if she's trying new things so oh my gosh i didn't yeah. know that yeah. oh that's so yeah. cool i put the timeline together and i knew you had done that and i was yeah. like that was just right after I was like, screw it. I don't care. Right. I was in a class with a bunch of kids and two other adults. But, yeah. You know, flexibility right. and stretching. I learned yes. something. Yes. So. Yeah. I grew up dancing. So I like that was my thing. That's kind of like what I was known for. My huge passion growing up. I didn't do sports at all, but I danced. I did dance from when I was three until and when you 18. Say dance. You mean hip-hop? Yeah, literally every style. I did tap, jazz, ballet. Oh, okay, like we were, I was competitive. Cool. Um, I did point, like contemporary lyrical hip-hop, Jeez, every style. Yeah. I, it was Competitions my life. and everything, yeah. too? Yeah, yeah. You still have the trophies? Oh, yeah. We're oh, at yeah. dad's house? I, they're at mom's. <laughs> She's, she has all of my old Dang. costumes. All of them. For she real? had them hanging up in my high school graduation. There's some. Actually, they might be in my garage now. She's slowly like yeah, moving things back. So Thank they you. might be at my house. But yeah. Somewhere. Yes. Those suckers so are still around. I, that was my thing. That was like how I kept active. And yeah. like. Great exercise. It, yeah. It was never thought of as exercise. It was like some, dance is really great because it is super active, but it's also really emotional. Like, you know, like you can kind of like that's how I worked through a lot yeah. of my teenage angst and things my parents divorced when i was in uh eighth grade so just a hard time in general and i don't think i don't know what i would have done without dance just being able to express emotions there um but then in college i didn't dance i uh I could have tried out i did go to the tryouts for the uni dance team but that those kind of styles just never really like fed my soul yeah Yeah. so i ended up not doing that and kind of fell away from dance but then i met this guy named Kay, and he was from africa you and i so and he loved to hip-hop dance and one of my friends from home introduced me to him so we actually had like a little dance crew so we did like a bunch like some hip-hop dancing just for fun but we did some performances we did like halftime of a couple uh basketball games we did like a talent show once um and i think there was some other kind of, I think maybe a fashion show, like intermission, something. I don't know. Yeah. yeah just random things that kind of popped up again, like just looking for opportunities that yeah. kind of came my way. A little bit but, of spur yourself into those hard yes, things. Yes. Yes. So I moved back to the area and I was like, I miss dance. Like, I wish that was part of my life still. But again, I was like, well, I'm not going to be as good as I was. Yeah. Like, I'm not as flexible. can't jump as high. <laughs> yeah. Luckily in hip hop, you don't need quite as right. much of that. But 
uh, I was looking into doing adult classes because, like, Sarah, this is something you need to do. It makes you happy. Like, yeah. let's do it. So it. I looked at Fusion. I knew that Fusion had an adult class. A patient okay. of mine had told me about it. So I was looking at who taught it, and it was a girl named Miranda that I knew who actually danced in my little hip hop group from you and I. I was like, oh like, my yeah. gosh. And she was never someone I knew super well, but like, we got along well. really well. And so on Facebook, I was like, hey, kind of reached out. Yeah. And so joined that class, you know, with COVID and things, that class has not been going on. Right. So I hope that it comes back together. But you think you'll do. Yes, her and Sweet. I keep in much better touch now, which is fun kind of reconnecting with a friend like that. So yeah, I would love to get back into it, but it's just so fun. I tell people all the time, like, well, I don't know like what I'm doing. Like, it doesn't matter. Like, right. it's just for fun. It mm-hmm. literally is just for fun. Like, nobody's trying to compete in there. So Heck if anybody yeah. out there is thinking about it, you should totally come and do it because it's a blast. A so. lot of those things, you know, those inside things, those ego I don't want to look dumb. Mm-hmm. That's hard to let go of. But yeah. once you do, yes. it's free and right? right. Well, and again, like you can't improve if you don't start. Right. Like you, you just got to go. Yeah. Heck yeah. Heck yeah. Yeah. So I hope that we'll be able to do some more of that in the near future. Heck yeah. Such and then once a blast. you do that, I'll make sure to share those videos that you're doing. <laughs> Yeah. On the world of Gosh, Nate. yeah. If you guys want to check those out, you can <laughs> check them out on Facebook, The World of Nate. I also have an Instagram page. Love that. Dr. Sarah, are yes. you ready to go? I'm ready. I'm range? a little scared. I feel like these you are kind be. of the things like, oh, oh. It oh. is. It so is. So I don't get to explain any of my answers, just no. gut reaction. Gut reaction, however, you anticipate the question being asked of the two. <laughs> okay. Oh, so I'm that's why it's kind of fun. Sure. This episode of The Firing Range was made possible by Mattress by Appointment Cedar Falls. Contact Katie at 319-406-2434 for all your bed needs. She will hook you up. Let her know that I sent you. So with question number one, are you ready? I'm ready. Ready as I'll ever be. The first one is flowers or chocolates? Chocolate. Skiing or snowboarding? Snowboarding. Sundown or chestnut? Chestnut. Hip hop or ballet? Ooh, hip hop. Cotton Eye Joe or the Macarena? <laughs> I'm going to go Cotton Eye Joe. Golden Doodle or Bernadoodle? Oh, Golden Doodle. Journaling or meditation? Oh, you're killing me with that one. Oh, i got to go journaling. Iowa or Georgia? Iowa. Life University or University of Northern Iowa? Oh, uh, I'm going to go Life University. Palmer, Gonstead, or Wayson? <laughs> <laughs> Bro, I had Here to throw that one. Yeah, I mean, you gotta, holy cow. You have to pick one. Just one. I mean, I got to pick Wayson. Those you are my people. Yeah, I feel like it's in my mind, Wayson and Gonstead are sort of together. Same. Those totally are. Post from February from Dr. Sarah, 2014. Yeah. She tagged the people at Wayson, working with some of the greatest people I have ever met. You guys were there every day to help put a smile on my face and truly made going into work something to look forward to. Mm. Let's end on that. Thank you for coming in. I appreciate your time. I think you're an amazing human. Well, thank you. This was so fun. Love it. Thank you, Dr. Sarah. (laughs) Yeah. If you have an incredible story you'd like to tell, and I've yet to reach out to you, please contact me directly at theworldwithnatepodcast at gmail.com. This project was made with love by Pixel Labs. This year has brought a ton of firsts for all of us. One of these firsts I'm particularly proud of is my recent home decluttering project. But with the completion of this project, it brought about a new challenge, finding room for all my treasures. Maybe it's not treasure. 
Maybe it's your household items or a vehicle or camper. Maybe you do simply just want to declutter after the hectic year. If you find yourself in a similar situation, please contact my friend at Current Storage. You can contact Buck at 319-269-9510 for all of your storage needs. They currently have locations available in Hudson, Cedar Falls, Mason City, Grundy Center, New Hartford, Webster City, and Decorah for all of your storage needs. Are you looking to sell farmland or recreational timber? Matt Tobin is a land specialist with High Point Land Company and has buyers ready to purchase land now. Land prices, coupled with historically low interest rates, make it the best time to buy or sell your property. Please give Matt a call at 563-451-7390 if you are looking to buy or sell land in all of Iowa.